We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be doing an NFL QB redraft. We're going to play some spitball, give you the games of the week and our picks, so stay tuned. Did this in my own life. Did this in my own life. Hey. Did this in my own life. And we're back. Yay, yay. Uh, Very unenthusiastic. Yay, Everyone's yay. here. Shout out to MP. He's got a basement yard t-shirt on. Just hey. saying. Hey. Repping the brand. So fire. We got VM stuff on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all repping. Yeah, so. you got Except you fucking guys over here. I yeah, got Nick stuff, Fairweather. You know what I'm saying? They win. I bring the Nick hoodie out. So you look like the Easter Bunny. Why? Because you're wearing like an Easter bunny color. It's like a salmon hoodie, yeah. Yo, what is it? Uh, Loyalist.com mm-hmm. slash Veterans Minimum. Right, go get go that Go buy merch. some merch. Send help, please. Get, or, that, get or, that nice shirt Tim is wearing over there. Yeah, yeah. or Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Oh, yeah. You can get a free package of shit. Mm. Sign up. Sign. Those, oh. are good, those are good plugs, guys. Yo, those I mean, are, we're getting better plugs. at this. <laughs> Been doing this a while. Yo, I just ate a lot of penny olive vodka. I might chip nice. myself in the of this. Not nice. Yeah, nice for the bad. first part of that <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Penny olive vodka is a top meal. It's so I can't good. have it no more because I'm lactose intolerant. I have it like once every like three and a half weeks. Mm. And then I'm like, yo, I'm not doing that again. Every time, every time you have like a penny olive vodka scale. I don't know if you know this. You talk about it a lot. And and you talk <laughs> you talk you talk negatively about it after you eat it for about a week, and then you start getting really good at it. And then, and then he starts thinking about the penny alavaki. Starts mentioning it a lot. It's so good. And he, he had it today. That's what I, I noticed. I honestly, <laughs> I I only eat it now when like because like there's days where I forget to eat. Like I know that sounds ridiculous, but I feel like forget to eat, and then I'll have like breakfast, and then I won't eat anything at all and then until you like make the up next day at like three, and I'm like I can get penny alavaki. So that's what I, that's when I do it. So it's not like too damaging. 
I can't have like a burger. I mean, last not night. eating for twenty four hours is pretty damaging. No, yeah, that's stupid too. I don't, I don't suggest that at all. Unless you're in uh, ketosis or whatever the fuck they call. Not the fasting. I'm, uh, trying, I'm, I'm trying to. Be yeah, I'm trying to do that uh, intermediate fasting thing. Intermittent. <laughs> intermittent. <laughs> What's it called? That's an intermediate, right? <laughs> intermediate, yeah. Just no, right in the middle. Intermittent. Like, not really. Intermittent. Uh, not really the, the extreme the fasting. Not the extreme fasting. <laughs> not the, in the middle. It's just, yeah, just a little bit of fasting. <laughs> I was watching a video on it. Uh, George St. Pierre said that he credited his comeback, the recent one against Bisping, after being out of the octagon for four years yeah, to, to that. Fasting. I mean, he's doing something, right? Because that dude looks like a string bean. Yeah, it's them. just like you can't eat for like 16 hours and then you could eat for eight. Or, t- or 12. We well, can do whatever you want. 16 honestly. plus 8 is 24. 24. I oh, feel like I do that okay. now without trying because I eat a lot of breakfast. Like at work, I just, I'm constantly eating. My dad's like, dude, I don't know how you've lost weight. You're eating like croissants and bacon and eggs and donuts and shit. Like, yeah. just taking it down. It's not good. It's more, it's, it's like, I mean, it matters obviously what you eat during that time. But also, one thing that I've read is like, not eating in the morning is good because when you're asleep, your body is like burning a lot of mm. calories or whatever. What? Tell that to my body. I don't eat in the morning at all. And I'm fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. They all say, wait, I don't eat in the morning. Yeah, I feel like it's that not working for us. Yeah, but that, you lost a ton of weight though. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so like, you know, it's possible to do that. You're going to hit a roadblock, bro. I, I mean, been... I don't know your eating habits, but I'm assuming there's some bullshit going on there is some the bullshit going on there you go <laughs> it's under the table bullshit there's a lot of bullshit, going the bullshit. Yeah. i've gotten to the habit of, of getting honey roasted cashews every time i come here and i didn't get it today and i was very proud of myself mm. yeah those are probably terrible for you yeah yo really bad i so i've been running a lot and if i run like two miles and change whatever you burn like 200 300 calories or whatever then i went to the deli just to get a water and i'm in there and i just like look down you have all the candy right there a kit kat bar is 240 calories i'm like yo i just ran two and a half miles almost killed almost popped a lung and i could just ruin it with this fucking thing and i wanted it so bad and <laughs> i didn't the worst part is like when you go to check out sitting there right right in front of you i know all that's the how candy. You, get right, you have no control right at your hip because when you run you burn sugar so your body's looking to replace the sugar. You see that Kit Kat bar, and your brain's like, "Give me that motherfucker." I know. Give I just try to do anything else. Kit-Kat. I just <laughs> chug water, and also I left my wallet here, and I ran to Roosevelt Island over here. What? Why would you do that? It's, it's pretty deep, right? That was pretty deep. It's pretty good run. I, I got thought there. you were on a bike ride when you posted that the other night. No, I ran. That's impressive. That I was yeah, I, yeah. That's I a hike. Myself. That's it's a deep. nice. It's a nice uh, view and shit too, right? Nice. Yeah, run. it's nice. It's nice. nice. Pl- pleasant. Yeah, you run over like a bridge and it's like the water's underneath you. It's mad nice. My girl runs when she was training for the marathon. She used to run. She ran 10 miles. So it was the main Holy thing, shit. But she used to make it like across the bridge, back over the bridge, around there, come all the way back around Astoria. No, I ran to the lighthouse. Yeah. I think that was like two point something. And then I just like sat there because I, I was literally on the brink of death. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm like a, not a great runner yet. So I was like literally about to die and I just like stopped there and then I walked out of Roosevelt Island because like it's it's a pretty yeah, decent walk yeah. there and then I ran back home. You know what's funny? This sucked. kid detests running. Like I hate it. But that's the only reason why I started doing it. I was like, I need more discipline in my life. And that sucks. It's it's pretty it's a it's pretty a f- I feel like I'm fighting myself. It's a pretty good show of discipline that you realize that you need discipline. Yeah. Yo, ru- <laughs> I like running, meta man. right there. Running is dope. What's the most you ever ran? Like one distance. That run, nice, nice for like I haven't. Let that go. I think the the most I've ever run. Uh, I did a five k once actually, so three point two. Five mm. k is for me as well. Yo, boss. 
Me? Like back in the day, I used to run like three miles every day. That's out of control. I mean, for warm up for soccer, that's what it was. Yeah, three I tried miles to do, was the warm up. It was for twelve soccer. laps around the track. Yeah, I tried to do ten miles. miles a week. That's it's a, it's a it, number. Like I run every other day. I run to like the bank and back. It's about three miles. I do that. Just go and like deposit cash and then come back. Figure, why not get a workout? I feel amazing afterwards. After yeah, you do too. feel good, man. But the reason why I even brought that up is because when I ran to Roosevelt Island, I didn't have my wallet and I was so thirsty. I'm like, I should have because I didn't like hydrate properly like before I did I, before I went on the run. And then I uh, went into the store and I had used Apple Pay for the first time. Yo, Apple Pay is fucking insane. Have you ever used it? No. Yo, you literally plug in your like debit card information. I know you're going to have some conspiracy theory. Impy's probably all over this too. <laughs> you, you type in like your debit card information into your phone and then like for the Apple wallet or whatever and a picture of your card comes up like a... Oh yeah, version. your wallet. Yeah, yeah. And then you just double click the button on the side and you hold it near the thing and it just beeps and you pay for it. I was like, this is great. I had a water. It was great. I'll tell you what. You you think I would have a conspiracy theory, but today I forgot my I forgot my wallet here last night after recording Brodo. Yeah. And I didn't have my wallet all day and I I went to the store and I got all these groceries and I put them on the desk. No had wallet. To, had to be like, I'm sorry, I can't pay for this. I don't have my wallet. It was it was bad. Is so it now I'm like it's kind of embarrassing, but not really. I, mostly because I don't give a shit. But like for someone who does give a shit, like that probably is embarrassing. I would have been not embarrassed, but so mad that I just spent all that time picking shit. Yeah, that's, that's what I was mad about. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yo, I just fucking like, because I, I had to go back I, and do it again. Yeah. And then I started having a panic attack, and it's here. So I haven't, I haven't grocery shopped yet today. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Anyway, so today what we're gonna be doing is this. Uh, uh, a, a quarterback redraft. So we have like what is the, the top, the top, the worst teams in the league right now? How how the draft order would be if the season ended today? Right. Mm-hmm. Colts, Giants, Raiders, Cardinals, 49ers, Falcons, Broncos, Bills, Texans, Packers. That's top ten. Um, we're drafting current quarterbacks, so not college quarterbacks. Currently. Yeah, we're drafting current quarterbacks in the NFL. So uh, every QB that's eligible right now is any, anybody, anybody, and it doesn't. It depends what your draft strategy is. If you think I'm going to take the best available quarterback right now because I think I could win this year, then you could take the best available quarterback, and the next person can't do it. But if you all, if you we're drafting with the franchise in mind, so mm. sometimes teams take the best player available because we can win now. Let's get another talent in here, blah blah blah. But if you're realistic with yourself and you think that like yo the Bills are fucking, I don't care who's or if Jesus is throwing the ball, it don't matter. Ah, Bills. Eh. I'm just saying. Yo, I, was just pick, I just I picked the first team that I saw. <laughs> and be nice to the Bills. Then you can take a quarterback who's younger and good and shows promise. Like yo, you're set up for the rest of time. I have a question: Are we keeping the roster the same besides the quarterback? Yes, yes the entire roster is the same. Shuffle. Just uh, a QB. coaching staff as well. Coaching staff the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> just got a QB shuffle. That's it. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Fair enough. Um. So we've picked an order. Uh, so we're gonna put the Colts at number one on the clock for Tim. I wonder who picked this order. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like oh, our fantasy wait. league. Yeah, we're, we're our not, fantasy league. The first VM fantasy wait. league is like wait. Tim's. Like I'll start it up. Gets the first pick. Yo, relax. That that's complete coincidence. First of all, second of all, I wanted Nick to get the Giants. I wanted to hear his take on who we mm. want the Giants to get. And I'm to the left of Nick. Mm. And if we go clockwise, I get the first pick. We could have went anti-clockwise too. Anti, uh, <laughs> Counterclockwise. I'll never forget. I know, that. I know. But you I got, said anti-clockwise. There was one day he said it like serious. He's like, "Yo, we're going anti-clockwise." I'm like, "Nick, I've had a lot of good he moments." He did just say intermediate fasting, so I don't <laughs> that was another good one. Yo, is that recorded? 
Of course. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, I it was. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, well, you're, you're going to relive that one. <laughs> That's um, nice. All right, so Tim, you're on the clock with the Colts. Who are you going to take? MP, right, by so the way, is also involved. Yeah, in MP's also oh, yeah, involved. Get in a little this, mix yeah. of MP. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hair's, hair's on point. I'm excited to draft for two shitbag teams, <laughs> those two being the Raiders and the Bills. Mm. Nice. I nice. mean, listen, they're all down here, bottom 10, so yeah, you think true. they're both they're all shitbag. Speaking of shitbag teams, a shitbag franchise is the Indianapolis Colts because they have a franchise quarterback already. And for some reason, they can't seem to put a team around this guy no matter what they do. Andrew Luck has been phenomenal the past few weeks. Uh, ever since he, like, uncorked that end-of-game Hail Mary the week after Bursette uncorked the Hail Mary. I'm sorry, the halftime Hail Mary. Kind of like his confidence returned with that Hail Mary. I really like that move by uh, the coaching staff there. And so I'm going to take Jim Ursay's place because he's a, he's, he's a tool sometimes. So I'm going to take his place. And I'm going to say, all right, I have... A chance here to go back with my guy. And I already have a quarterback. He's already familiar with the franchise. And I could get Andrew Luck at number one. But I'm not. Mm. I'm going to think about the future. And right now, I want the biggest boomer bust candidate you got out there. I want the biggest arm. I know where this is going. You know exactly where this is going. My number one pick, Patty Mahomes. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sam Darnold. No, I want Patty Mahomes as the number one pick in the re- quarterback redraft because the Colts are the Colts are rebuilding. Straight up blasphemy. They're, re- oh, yeah. they're rebuilding, and they need excitement. Straight and they're up blasphemy. in a dome. Patrick Mahomes, thinking about the future. I want to I contend in three Luck years. Luck is there already. What do you mean thinking about the nah, future? No, no, no. You know what? He got injured, though, and I can't all trust right, him right. as much. I got the number one pick here. If I had the number three pick, it would be a different story. Hmm. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes, number one pick. All right. Tripping. Patty Mahomes. Yo, can I can I push back on that a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Like, dog, after, what, six, seven starts? You're ready Not only this? that, I just, my pushback would be like, yo, they're, you're going, what, two or three, four years younger? Like, they're, you know, similar to age. All right, injuries. You brought up a good point, injuries. But, like, if you're going to stick to that situation, why not stick to someone who's familiar with that situation? Here's another reason why. Because of the bloodlines. You guys, I say this a lot on the show. I'm a big fan of the bloodlines. There's a reason why... Lux Pops played quarterback. Sure, sure. But there's a reason why there's... I mean... <laughs> you can't brush that off. <laughs> you can't yeah, brush like, it off. You played it... You can't brush it off. Because I'm, I'm going with Pat Mahomes' bloodline. <laughs> uh, like I was saying, there's a reason why kings in the Roman Empire and these empires that were great passed down to their sons is because they had the blood. And Patrick Mahomes got the blood of a 97-mile-per-hour fastball thrower. <laughs> I want that. I want that. I want the special talent. And I know my I know my team's not going to be able to advance. I got him on a rookie contract. Mm. He's young. I need to build around someone if I'm the Colts. If I'm the Giants, then I'm I'm considering someone else. Trip, but trip. I'm I'm Patty Mahomes, scoop, baby. Wall and Aces. Patty Mahomes. All right. As he takes Patty Mahomes. Giants, Giants on the clock. Yep. Definitely getting rid of Eli. I'm surprised Nick hasn't so far said that. Yeah, you're gonna let me pick this guy. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> he fell to me. Yeah, he fell to me. Yo, do you want to guess steal. what I'm gonna say? <laughs> I have no idea who you're gonna say. Oh, okay. But yeah, it, it's clearly a steal. Tim's clearly an idiot. No offense. Yes, but there it was. You're the Giants. You're taking Carson Wentz. Car- Listen, Carson Wentz was the other guy I was considering. All right. So like, he's 25 years old. Mahomes is 23 years old. Both on rookie contracts. Let's not forget that this guy was the MVP last year mm-hmm. until he went down, came back, and now he's – I think that they're back. I think you're going to see the Eagles go on a run here 
win like five of the next six games going into November, and then they'll get going. They'll get some guys back too. But I don't know how you like Carson Wentz for me is is the number one pick if you're doing this like under twenty five kind of draft strategy, and especially with the weapons that are there in place. You have Evan Ingram on a rookie contract. You have Sterling Shepard on a rookie contract. You have a running back that is a, air quotes, generational talent. Uh, I shouldn't do air quotes because he is. Uh, The offensive line, I'm starting to defend it a little bit because they're not as bad as people are making it out to be. Like uh, Hernandez is one of the top rated rookies, according to Tim's boys over at PFF. And so is Nate Solder, too. And they got rid of the main problem, which was Eric Flowers. So I think that the big issue is Eli Manning. With the roster that they have now, if they had a guy like Carson Wentz, who is, sure, he tore his ACL, but he is moving around in the pocket. And he's definitely, clearly, with a torn ACL, more mobile than Eli Manning. I'm taking Carson Wentz, and I feel like I got the best player in this uh, in this draft. The reason why I'm staying away from Carson Wentz is because of that ACL injury. We still haven't seen him be the same person he was last year. Do you know who we have seen be Carson Wentz last year? Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> Yeah, I almost you know what we have seen? Patrick Me Me Holmes. Me Holmes. <laughs> Patrick Me Holmes. That sounded like a like a homie. Like who? Me Holmes. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> uh next on the clock we got the Raiders. Impy, who are you taking? This is a tough one. I'll be honest. I'm I'm on the fence. On the fence. Who between, you taking, man? between who? Talk to us. Talk to us, yeah, man. Can I say about... names? Can yeah, I name yeah, drop? Yeah, name yeah, drop. Yeah, name drop. Yeah. All right. So look, <laughs> let me let me uh, let me talk this out loud. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. See you know my thought Come process. Come on, little man. Let me talk to you. I don't think the Raiders are ready to compete at all right now. That, no that's I, fa- I, that's fair to say. I'd say that's facts. Facts. That's facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. I would so, even go three. Yes. <laughs> if, the, if this was a win now team, you know, there's a couple quarterbacks, you know, on my mind. Maybe like an Aaron Rodgers, right? Or or maybe Heard of that guy. Or, or or even maybe like a Matt Stafford, a little off the wagon pick. <sighs> However, like we just said, they're not ready to compete now. Mm. So Talk would you call me crazy? Talk to me. If I pick the kid Jared Goff. Ooh, Jared Goff. Interesting. Okay, so can can I, can I just say one thing? I'm glad that you mentioned Jared Goff. The reason why I asked our coaching staffs stay and put is because if I get McVay with Goff. I don't think there's a quarterback I'm taking over him. Yeah. Only if I get them to. It's the same shit I say about James Harden. Like, yo, James Harden is a top five player in the NBA if I got D'Antoni's system. Mm-hmm. If I don't, I'm not touching him. I would I would, I would, would take Carson Wentz and Patrick Mahomes over here probably. Actually, Carson Wentz definitely would take over him. Mm-hmm. I would want to see more from Patrick No, Mahomes. I think Patrick, I think Mahomes would be able to thrive under McVay too, though. Right? I think anyone under McVay. That's I think Carson Wentz is just the pick. Right, Carson Wentz, but he's got the knee injury. Yeah. They all got injuries, yeah. Dude. And so does you know another young quarterback. Boss can't believe his ears. <laughs> another young quarterback that was on my mind as well. Another young quarterback has a knee injury that I Yo, almost you took. guys like hold on to injuries for ten years later. Yeah, like me. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so with my pick, I'm going with the young kid from California, Jared Goff. Jared of the Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff. It was a tough decision, three. though. It was a tough decision. Jared Goff, number three. All right, and uh, four is the Bro, Cardinals. You guys made this way too easy. Like, I already for know Aaron Rodgers to fall into my lap at four. <laughs> He's in his age 34 season right now, so next year he'll be in his age 35. I know the Cardinals already, I mean, we're the, they're top four, five pick in the draft right now, so they're talking about trading Peterson and Chan Jones. But if this draft were to start like, we didn't mention, is it start like this football season, the 2018 season? Because if it was, I would have took him Rodgers, not that they're two and four now. Even then, like I'd still keep Rodgers and keep everyone I have on defense because they have a mix, a nice mix of vets and young guys on defense, but 
Mostly it's the old line that needs help. They have David Johnson behind them. They have Christian Kirk. Oh, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers would revitalize the last year of uh, Larry Fitzgerald and hold him down. So I would take Aaron Rodgers here and go for it all. I agree with your strategy. And I, I think, think and I think this team with Aaron Rodgers, obviously you put Aaron Rodgers on any team, but they could probably get an NL, NL, uh, NL, NFC wild card spot. If you put them on there right now, I think they... Behind the Rams, no, nah, they wouldn't win the division. Yeah, right. You're right. They'd be second in the division. I have them. Yeah, easy. Agreed. The Niners are nothing without Garoppolo. No one is going to argue fucking... Second in the division? Yeah. yeah I, hope I mean, no, right. no, no, <laughs> one's gonna, no one's going to argue Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I, think, fuck. I was thinking about him or Russell Wilson, but I think Rodgers. He's only 34. He has probably like six to seven years left. I mean, Yo, I, I see guys like Brady yeah. and Brees play past 40. I'm taking Rodgers here, no doubt. Not only that, now with the rule changes where, you, where now like you really can't hit quarterbacks, I think you're going to be seeing a lot of guys playing until their late 30s, like 38, 39. At a high at level, a, at a high too. Level, yeah, unless they're Eli Manning. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of people playing in their 30s, I have the 49ers on the clock at five. I'm taking Kirk Cousins. He's, he's 30 years old. He's not that old. And he's nice. Yo, dog, you have a crush on this guy. He's good. He's a good. He's a nice guy. He's good. He's a good guy. Christian guy, I think. He's married. It's nice. I don't know what I'm saying. No, but Kirk Cousins, bro. Like, this dude's 30 years old. Like, obviously, you know, you have Tom Brady and shit and, like, other, like, Breeze. But they're done after a year. It's like, Kirk, you have a legitimate contract and maybe even, like, a little extension at the end of his shit if he can still put it together. Like, you can get six seven years mm. it's great that's a good amount of time to be like even if you're terrible you could still get some pieces and compete one of those years as long as you keep them up right that's what yeah, that's the worry right. i have with rogers too is keeping them up right in arizona but i'll take him yeah i'll take i'll take Kirk cousins at five fuck that 30 years old i thought he was older i just looked that shit up i'm like <laughs> uh next falcons tim this is, tough, this is a tough one for me I know you're not taking Matt Ryan. I'm taking, I'm taking over the Falcons franchise, and if I'm the Falcons franchise, I'm very excited that I finally have a chance to <laughs> to have a franchise quarterback that had, gives us a chance to win championships. Now you can definitely tell that Tim picked this order. You're <laughs> bugging. Now, here's what I am taking into consideration. Right, Three players that are in my consideration. The first, Drew Brees. Ooh. Now, I have to think... I have a team and weapons right now on offense that can compete. I've had to watch this guy fucking sling the ball all over the fucking place against me for years. I could get him. I could bring him to the dome where he dominates, and I could have a cha legitimate championship shot right now. Not, well, starting next year with all the defensive pieces coming back. But I'm not going to do that because I don't think I could compete right now. Then I'm looking at the young kids. Who is, who's the best of the young kids? Maybe it's a little bit of my bias showing, but I think out of the young kids left, the really young kids, Sam Darnold is the best that's been showing at the moment. As of right now, he's, his metrics are similar to the middle of the pack, and he's only 20 years old. Um, if I'm looking for the future, I think Sam Darnold's, Darnold is the pick. But I'm not picking him either. My pick is going to be the third guy, and he's going to give me a mixture of both. I have... Dynamic weapons in Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. I have a good running game, decent running game, and I have a good offensive line. I want someone who's going to be able to make plays, get these guys the ball in the end zone, extend plays, because I've had to watch a statue in the pocket fuck things up for years now. 
Russell Wilson is my pick uh, for the Atlanta Falcons at six. Interesting. Just remember Matt Ryan had his team up 28-3 in the Super Bowl. Uh, J- Joe, who did you pick again? Kirk. Oh, all right. Uh, next, we have the Broncos. Nick, who are, you, who are you taking in Denver? So this team is stuck between winning now and building for the future. They got aging vets that I, I think still could produce at a high level. And Von Miller, Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Brandon Marshall, the linebacker, not the wide receiver in the middle. Uh, but then you, you address the running back situation with two rookies now spearheading that one-two punch between Lindsey and Freeman. And then you got Bradley Chubb. So if you're Denver, you're similar to what Tim said, though I don't agree. Um, definitely are excited to tell Keenum, good luck on your future endeavors, mm-hmm. like Vince McMahon would say. <laughs> but if I have a choice of all the quarterbacks available with this roster right here, probably going to go with Andrew Luck. Hmm. Now, there's a guy who he is 29 years old, still, you know, he's younger than uh, Kirk Cousins, but he's still in that age where like now he's entering his prime as a quarterback. And, you know, I've never sold off my stock on Andrew Luck. So the fact that I have a chance to pick him up in this situation and he has a young kid in Cortland Sutton, who I'm a fan of. That's your boy, right? Imp? Yep. Imp was always high on him. I like that. And, uh, <laughs> boss. <laughs> I was high on him too. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, oh, I can't yeah. oh, no, I don't know about that. I drafted him in every single fantasy league I have. Yo, bro, Michael Gallup too. That's Check your the, man. Right? I was talking about coming I like, mean, in college. This dude was dominating at SMU. Like SMU is a no name program since the the death penalty. I mean, I'm running out of more than here. one person could like Corlin Sutton. Nah, but I just <laughs> I just remember like specifically my my fault, boss. You got very upset. I wish you had the cameras rolling <laughs> on that one. But yeah, I'm going Andrew Luck for 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 the Denver Broncos. All right, and also the Broncos have a very good history of taking old courts, Colts quarterbacks and winning championships with them. I mean, just one, right? What else? An arguable. There's goat. only been there's only been two Colts quarterbacks since like '98. Uh, it's one of one. Next, we have the Bills. If he's got the Bills. Bills Mafia in the building. Yeah. Shout out J. Ron Walsh. <laughs> I, I think that's his last name. Washington, right? I would imagine so. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, I, I once get told I said his name on air, and then he's like, yo, how'd you know my name? I'm like, well, it's Wash. It, it, so I'm just, I'm just assuming it's Wash. Yeah, that's my guy. All right, go on. Yeah. Buffalo. All right, so we're in Buffalo. It's cold, right? A little bit. Right? It's cold up there. You need someone that's that's used to that, right? They're not ready to compete this season. We know that. They ain't ready to they compete ready. for a long time. <laughs> they got a real defense out there. I need, I need a young quarterback, though, that can grow with this young team and someone that's used to those conditions. What about Jimmy Garoppolo? Ooh. Okay. Oh. He's from Illinois. He's from the Illinois area where it's very, you know, it's windy and shitty out, to say the least. Yo, he's way too pretty for Buffalo, son. <laughs> well, listen, and then, he, and then he was in New England for a couple of years where, you know, the conditions aren't that easy as well. I feel it's, like Brady's made it hot there. Hmm. <laughs> There's a couple other guys I could have went with, but, you know, going back to the Raiders' point, this team is not ready to compete, and so I need someone young. And so I'm going with Jimmy G, 26 years old. Yo, boss, isn't that crazy that he said Jimmy G, son? Considering he tore his ACL, we know if he's track record. With- Word, yo. <laughs> Word. Yo, son. But he's not ready to play now, and neither are they. So I know, it's all good. But, like, he's hurt, though, dog. You got to be careful going forward. He's so never drafting Jimmy G, though, that's for sure. I would never draft him in a in fantasy, fantasy football league. yeah, yeah. But if, if you if you know if you offer that up to have that quarterback, I'll take him. So Jimmy G, they paid him too. Well, the Niners did. <laughs> I, I'm hyped where I'm sitting right now. 
What, at nine? At nine with this guy on the board for this team. Texans. Texans. I'm got? going Cam Newton. Damn it! Oh, perfect. Perfect. perfect, perfect. I was going to take him. Bro, easily. He's Now he I don't upgraded. know who I'm taking. Fuck. He's the veteran Deshaun Watson. He knows how to play the position. 29. Bro, yeah, 29. He's still got the wheels. Not scared to run it. And I think he'd thrive. He's never had anyone nearly the caliber of DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe even Wolf Fuller. I was going to say, like, like, yo, he hasn't had a He had like veteran Steve Smith, and that was about it. So... Give me Cam Newton, yo. Took his team to the Super Bowl, former MVP. Damn, I don't know how he fell to nine, but I'm from the Texans with the current state of that defense. I take that pick and I run away. I challenge you for one thing. Go ahead. No Tom Brady? Uh, nah. If you're the Texans, you could win the cha- you could win the championship with they Tom could Brady. Win the championship, right, season. right, right. And I said that earlier. That I was going to go with that. That you mm, did. I was expecting. You to, I was 100 percent going to expect you. But to Cam say Tom Newton's Brady. been to the championship. That's very true. That's very true. He didn't win one, but he's been there. I like that pick a lot. That was a no-brainer. I asked the MP. He said he was going Garoppolo. I was like, I was going collusion. I was going to take Cam Newton, <laughs> but with the Packers at ten, yo, I'm taking Brady. And because yeah. coming into this season, we're all like, yo, Packers are winning the division, and like they're going to compete. Like if they could compete, if they're the Packers that we expect them to be, like I mean, Aaron Rodgers is playing injured. Devontae Adams is nasty. Like they have a good team. They can win. Get Brady on that squad. You know what I'm saying? Put the goat on the team. We could win. And who knows how long that guy's going to play. He's got the rubber nah. bands. You know what I'm saying? He's eating green shit all day. <laughs> rubber band, man. He, he'll be 50 throwing that damn thing. Drinking water right off the bat in the morning. Yeah. Yo, get, I, I started that habit. and then Let I, Giselle sit on the bleachers. You know ooh, what I'm saying? Let Giselle sit on a lot of things. Whoa. That's just keeping him youthful. Yeah, I guess so. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, 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 don't forget. <laughs> I didn't say none. Oh, Yo, that's, it keeps you youthful. I imagine Giselle has a tendency to keep Tom Brady youthful. Yeah, I also find it hard to believe that last year's MVP almost didn't make the list. Gotta, just gotta do it. So, for just to reiterate uh, the order here, Patrick Mahomes won. Carson Wentz went two. Jared Goff three. Aaron Rodgers four. Kirk Cousins, five. Russell Wilson, six. Andrew Luck, seven. Jimmy Garoppolo, eight. Cam Newton, nine. And Tom Brady, ten. Thomas Brady, ten. What? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, all right. Anyway, uh, well, that was cool. Yo, Impy, good shit, bro. I always loved Impy. Contributions? Impy, Impy, uh, always. Impy, <laughs> I can't talk today. I don't know what's going on. I'm too close to Nick. Yo, I got Brady and Cousins. You're always nice to me. <laughs> I know. I, don't I can't know. talk. You can today. never talk every week. What's that to do with Nick? I can talk. I just, Yo, say, he's the, about I just say the wrong names when Yo, I talk. Names. Yo, he's about to hit the over. That ass. Shady side bets. Over two Tim name fuck-ups. Oh, really? I didn't fuck up two names yet. No. You're about to once we start getting the game. Uh, all right, cool. Let's get to spitball. <laughs> Starting with chill out, Goldberg. Uh, apparently, Khabib and Mayweather are calling each other out. Yeah. It's like, who's next? You know, one guy's undefeated in MMA. The other guy's undefeated in boxing. And Mayweather's saying, yo, you got to come to me. We got to do it in Vegas and whatnot. It's just like, yo, I don't know if I want to see that. I don't think I don't think Khabib is anywhere near the star to 
mainstream that McGregor is to even make that. Or even close to being the same striker as McGregor. <laughs> yeah, so I just found it funny that they're calling each other. It's like, yo, who's next? Who's next on the menu? He also said, he's like, I'd be willing to fight McGregor again afterwards. And then, like, I'm like, all right, this is. I mean, that's money for Floyd. He knows he's not yeah. going to lose to either of them. Yeah. Yo, nigga, it's funny because in the same position, I'm in the same position you are. I was like, but who am I kidding? I'm going to watch that fight. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I said the same exact thing. I'm like, yo, fuck that. I don't want to see that. But when it comes that day, I'm going to be watching that fight. How mad is Conor McGregor? Like, you lost to Khabib after talking mad shit, and now he not only took your belt or whatever, but he also took your money. Like, he took your payday. Now, no, he still he was, has $125 million. Sure, but now he doesn't have another $125. Sure, I mean, hey. He's got his own whiskey now. Proper 12. Um, <laughs> ain't cheating, ain't trying. A gentleman by the name of Kyle McLaughlin supposedly has been taking pictures of opposing teams of the Astros. So, uh, yeah. What, what's his role in the organization? He supposedly has none. Like, he's not mm. on the – it's weird. Like, he's getting – he gets checks from them, but he's not on the books. And uh, on his Instagram, he had Houston Astros in his bio, and he removed it, like, yesterday. So it's a big fiasco because the Indians, who they played in the ALDS, tipped off the Red Sox, and the Red Sox brought it to attention after game one. And they said they saw him with, like, a tiny camera taking pictures. That's so weird. Yo, you know what's crazy? That mind, people know that. Like, yo, he took that out of his bio. Like, how do you know? And not for nothing, the Astros are all about the analytics. They probably get Bro, take a picture of that shit, and it fucking uploads into a computer, and it spits it out to, that, to the manager. That, the Astros are also front and center of a cheating investigation with that guy from St. Louis who got arrested, like, got three or four years in prison. Mm-hmm. For what? For like going through their, com- like he hacked their computers and like through their minor league. Yeah, the knows scouting everything. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, he hacked the Cardinals computers, right? No, Cardinals. Oh, no, the guy Cardinals hacked, hacked Houston's. The Astros, yeah. right. Interesting. He, that guy Cyber tweeted, Wars. That guy tweeted the eyeball emoji when, when that happened. It was kind of funny. He's in jail. I don't know how he did Yo, Babe Ruth. Was, <laughs> I swear to God. Babe Ruth has rolled over in his grave. Like, this is what baseball has come to. Cyber Wars. I feel like baseball is like this OD, though, the yeah, whole time. That's true. But at least it was, you know. Like people were sitting in center field, like not yeah. with phones, but some yeah. sort of cheating. Uh, a sports lover's dream. Today, every single major sport is active. By the way, it's Thursday, October 18th. We got football, the NFL. We got basketball. We got ba- uh, playoff baseball. We got hockey. We got college football. And we got the MLS all at the same time. We even got some La Liga and English Premier League. <laughs> Look at him. Today. That is right. So, huh. if what are you, you watching? I'm watching Playoff baseball. baseball. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. tonight is baseball for me. Nice, nice. Although I'll be flipping on and off with the football game. I can't act like if it was if it was a better football game, I wouldn't be watching football. But it's baseball tonight for me. Yo, shady. I might be into like watching because, like, I mean, I watch the Knicks and shit, but I don't really watch late games. But there's no like shows that I'm into now. So I'm like, yesterday at like 10 o'clock, I was like. Oh, look, a game's coming on. Yo, the best NBA night is Thursday nights on TNT. They usually have marquee games on there. And also you get the the that that foursome, EJ, Shaq, Shaq Charles yeah, Barkley, they're Kenny. They're, they're amazing. Yo, Yo, do you remember the old uh, promos? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No. The NBA I don't is remember in that. the house. Yeah, no. I don't remember that either. On TBS and TNT, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> that, I don't remember that at no. all. No? Okay. <laughs> You're on your own, bro. Yeah. All right. Uh, equipment guy gets love. <laughs> uh, so on ring night for the Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry grabbed the mic and he said, before we reveal the banner for their championship, we want to give a shout out and bring out uh, director of team operations and their equipment guy, Eric Housen, who's been with the organization for 30 years. And he came out. They did like the whole, hey, like patting him and shit, jumping around. And then 
they gave him a championship ring too. So it was, it was dope because like, yo, shady equipment guys, like they go to work. They got to get make sure that they have the right shoes for you, right sizes. They Handle wipe your down dirty laundry. All the, yeah, exactly. And they travel with the team. So you do get close with them unless you're Blake Griffin and you knock your equipment guy out. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool moment on uh, TNT the other night. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, bye bye Bosa. Nick Bosa, top or well, a projected top pick in the 2019 NFL draft, has withdrawn from Ohio State. He's been sitting out for a couple weeks, rehabbing a core injury. They called it. So he's gonna rehab his injury and then work his way, just train for the NFL next season. So bye bye Bosa on a good Ohio State team too. And they, a, a lot of people say he's better than his brother. Just mm-hmm. saying a lot. Joey's bro, Joey Bosa's brother. Joey Bosa's little brother. Yep. Uh, bait and switch. So yesterday, if you were watching the game, uh, it was it was a late game, so maybe you weren't watching it. But uh, the Brewers versus the versus the Dodgers. Wade Miley was announced as the starter before the game, and Wade Miley is a lefty. Now, for those baseball novices out there, um, lefties have much less success facing other lefties when you're batting. When you have a lefty versus a righty, all of a sudden the odds shift a little more in favor to the righties, and. The one of the things that the Dodgers do this year is they have a deep bench, so they have different lineups against lefties and against righties. Very stark differences. So they announced Wade Miley as a starter, and the Dodgers used a predominantly right-handed lineup. Then Miley came in, six pitches, faced Cody Bellinger, got him out, lefty on lefty matchup. Then, to everyone's shock, Craig Council comes out to the mound and takes him out for a righty in Brandon Woodruff. Talk about gamesmanship, the old bait and switch. Now Miley is slated to start game six instead. So definitely something that we did not, I didn't expect to see, some gamesmanship. It ended up not paying off because they ended up losing anyway. Um, But, hey, look, now Miley's going to start next game. Or is he? You know, a lot of people in Vegas got He didn't even get Bellinger out, by the way. Bellinger got on. I thought he popped out. Nah, nah, he reached. Oh, I made a mistake then. Yeah, so he didn't even record an out. He was like the first pitcher to start a playoff game and not record an out. Pulled after one batter. I'm sure you know this since you know you've uh, you've placed some wages on baseball legally. Um, <laughs> pitchers need to go five innings for it to be declared a quality start. And no, six for a quality start. Five for well, a win. Well, five for, for for baseball purposes. As far as like when you're betting, your guy has to go five innings for it to be like a legalized wager. Really? When you're taking a side, yeah. Interesting. So when you, yeah, when a guy, when you're betting on a, on a. I think both starting pitchers just have to start for it to be a legal wager. Like both listed guys have to start. Pretty sure you have to go five innings. Nah, no way. That wouldn't be fair. Like what if Tim's, like what if me and Tim made a baseball bet and like it's 9-0 after the first inning. That guy's not going five innings. Hmm. You bring up a good point, so I must have misread that. All right, scratch that. Never mind. <laughs> Strike it from the record. The uh, game has to go five innings for it to be a legal wager. Bingo, that's what it is. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, yeah. Now you're right. Now that, yeah. That's one or five and a half. And both starters when have to start. When would it not go five and a half? Well, rain shortened the game. Oh, okay. Thunder. Earthquake. We're all on the same page. Don't worry. Did you say earthquake? Yeah, I mean, that happened in a World Series game before. Did. Oh, wow. 1989, Giants versus A's. Mid-pitch. Uh, that pit, I, th- I think there was, a, there was a 30 for 30 on it yeah. It was Damn. It was Watch it, it's good Well, it's, it's not that good it's like I think Nick's seen every for 30 for 30 So when he says there's a 30 for 30 on it I'm just like, yep I mean, yo, they're fan- it's fantastic television We make fun of ESPN a lot Where but is they, that now? When they do it right Netflix uh, It's not I just it's on ESPN it. fucking plus ESPN plus yeah. Oh, no way Because you used to watch ESPN Yeah They yo, took you it can, off You can occasionally on uh, on demand if you go to like ESPN, you might have find, them. but you might find like the like you'll find like the Fab Five, which runs 
all Every, the time. Yeah, I've seen that like thousands. Yeah, of yeah. So I was hyped five. I was available because I wanted free. to see the Bartman one. I couldn't find it on Netflix, and ESPN had it like before ESPN one. Plus came out. The Bartman one is incredible. Bartman one was. I still haven't dope. watched the two Bills. The two Bills is also a really, really great in- insight. Oh, two on Bills, those two guys. I went to go watch that today, but the four falls of Buffalo. That's what I was thinking of when he said the two Bills. That was a really good. The one. four Bills. That was a really good one. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, they took him off the app. What to watch ESPN? Yeah, Sick yo, boss, was it? La- real quick, a little Go baseball ahead. before we get into the football picks. I mean, the football games of the week. Let me ask you a question: Was it an interference or not? No, I mean yes. <laughs> it was interference. It was fan interference. No, no, it wasn't. It was a home run. You think it was a home run? Yeah, I yeah, think I it was a home totally, run too. Tim, ask that question again because I answered terribly wrong. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that that uh, bets play was a Fan interference. I do not think it was fan interference. I don't think so either. Why not? Because look at the look at the slow mo replay. I mean, the fan clearly hits his glove. I don't think that's clear. And it, he also was cl- his glove was closed. Yeah, because the fan hit it. No, he that's squeezed. The son is reading nah. Kate Upton's tweets now. What? Kate Upton said the same thing because she's you know Justin Verlander's husband. Well, I didn't see her tweets. Justin Verlander's husband. All I saw was husband, the, I yes. saw the replay <laughs> of it. I saw the I saw the replay of it. He was squeezed his glove. Yo, he didn't squeeze his glove early, bro. He look, this guy has stolen home runs before. That guy punched his shit. That doesn't mean that. Yo, when punched you, his shit, it, it, you're reaching. Nah, I'm, yeah, all right, I think you're. All right, think that think you're was a reach. Now, punched yeah. his shit was a reach. Who's reaching more, the guy for the home run or Tim? <laughs> like, I was not Tim. reaching. Definitely Tim. That's, nah, but he closed his glove for him, bro. When you go over the fence, over the wall, any reach, any any body part. That's the fans' territory. Same way as if you if a fan reaches over the wall, it's like a fan interference, dead ball, double, whatever you want to call it. Yo, to call that guy, to call that an out, that's purely hypothetical. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, hold on. Wait, what happens when a fa- with with that? Nah, he, he that's was an like, out. They reviewed it. It was an out. Wait, if a fan interferes with that ball, it's an out. Yo, that's works. a stupid rule. That should be at least a double. That's what I'm saying. That's well, purely they're, hypothetical. What they're saying he is he would have caught, caught it had the fan not. Purely hypothetical. Yo, yes, it, but yo that's, that's a dumb rule. The ball's over the fence. That, exactly, Joe. And, yo, and in that instance, a fan can do whatever the fuck he wants. He I, I, I agree with that. I think the rules of baseball are dumb. Like, I think that's stupid. I think that if a fan jumps on the field and spears you, <laughs> then it's an out because it's happening. in. But it's like, yo, to, to steal a home run is so hard. Like, I don't care how many times Mookie bets, and I don't give a fuck about his batting average, all right? And none of this, like, he punched his glove. It was none of that. Like, give me a break. I'm upset Mookie Betts didn't, like, bug out. Who was the guy when Jeter hit the home run uh, with, like, the Orioles way back? Oh. No, uh, he was on the he was on the Mets, too. It was a T. His last name was started with a T. Tony, no. Tony Tarasco. Tony Tarasco, yeah, yeah. Like, that guy. That was teamwork. When that happened, that guy bugged out at the fan. Where Dude, that Mookie he would have caught that. I think Mookie catches that, bro. He yeah, catches that. He the catches fan, that. The fan closed his glove. So, for him. so when you're on the road in Game Four of the ALCS and your team is down two one, you're gonna be like, "Hold on, this ball's coming my way. Let me get out of here." Or wait, nah, your instinct. I is can to make go a play and give my, get my team a home run. Yeah. At no point did he reach over the yellow line. Mookie reached over the yellow line. Word, he's in the stands. Like, bro, it's not even verticality, like, straight up. These guys feel like the biggest assholes in the world. Look, they're turning all red. <laughs> bro, nah, son, that's horrible. That's a horrible, that was terribly. And they went to review, which even pisses me off even more. Yo, honestly, like, that should be part of the game. 
It is. Or, or back me up then, bro. Don't put me on the fence if right. I can't grab this ball. Right. This a is the playoffs, bitch. Philadelphia has I, those They should have grabbed this glove off his hand. You reach into my stands and I'm right here. I'm pulling you in. And we're beating the shit out they of you. It used in the first to be round. like that. They changed the rule. This no, they like, didn't. Nah, yeah, this is a this is a new rule, the fan interference rule. It, no, it, it didn't used to be like this. Yes, it has. Nah, nah, this is different. Bro, you can't reach over the wall and like not you can be called for fan interference. That's not the rule. If a fan reaches over, then I, yes, they obviously call it, like, it is ball. though. He did it's they, not. They, they just, reviewed it. And they I know. They, this is and what they, they got decided. it wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Yo, this is crazy that's that a ca- that's a cast. This is this is, but nah, I think it's insane no. that you call this an out though, because it wasn't an out. All right, maybe that's right. If you have a problem with the rule, then that's one thing. Hell yeah. But what'd you say before? A double? At least a double, because a ground rule double. You know, the ball goes over the fence. Fucking, you know. I can get behind that. I can yeah. get behind a ground rule. A nice double. double. Yeah. You know, and I then, cannot get behind that one bit. Yeah, because everyone wins. It's a dinger, bro. It's over the fence. Everyone wins in that situation. No! (laughs) So, yo, you really think Mookie couldn't make a play on that? I think he could have, but that's not the point. Like, once it's over the wall, it's... it's, Bro, I can can grab your arm and be like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yo, I agree with that. But was it over the wall? I I think that you should... That that this rule, it should apply to if people are leaning over the yellow and, like, interfering with the game. That's what it's meant for. If you're on the playing field. That's what it's meant for. Yeah. But Which I'm saying, yo, for, yes. this ball is clearly in the crowd, bro. Bro, this is why stadiums like Philadelphia have those flower beds between yeah. the wall and the stands. Why the Mets, even though they move in the wall, it's like it's a party deck and there's a fence, so it's hard to interfere the Met games. Bro, not only that, this ball is coming into the stands. Like I am sitting here and I could barely move. If a if a, your arm hits me, that's not my fault. Like why is that an out for my team? Like your arm came into here to me. Yeah, I also think that when you're a fan bro, and you see a ball here. coming to you, you're like, oh shit, a ball's yeah. actually coming to me. Yeah. You don't even think about you're your hype. team. You know how many times fans interfere like for their own like against their team? And they're like, oh damn, like Yeah, I, I mean it's just a reaction. Like, yeah, Everyone in that section reaches for that ball, not just like the guy who feels like an asshole. But is that one old that white section. dude who's yeah. like trying to grab it and he's looking up, the ball's already behind him. Yeah. I'm like, where's this guy looking? Close your eyes when it comes to There's you. one guy wearing a Reagan Bush 84. <laughs> I mean, huh? Okay. That makes sense. That's that does make sense. I will say that. Yeah. Texas. Uh <laughs> All right, but games yo, of the week. This, <laughs> yo, this dude, uh, I don't know, man. That looks that looks like he was gonna catch. It hits his glove. I don't care. So I don't the, care. Here's the thing. Looking at it now, I got a different angle from from this video that I'm watching. His glove hit the guy's hand. And it closed. Well, like, no. it. The well, guy I, was not reaching. I'm not going to say on. it closed. I'm going to say it hit the guy's hand before the ball was there. So there definitely was a, quote-unquote, interference. It also, the rule is ridiculous. Also, and also, if that dude's like this, like standing there like this, your glove came into me. Like, I didn't come at you and, like, push your glove away. Yo, honestly, I need some fan input on this. When, but, when we put this episode out, I'm putting this. Hold on. That's a, there's a poll. Doubles. Are we can put a poll on Twitter Doubles. right now. Doubles. I guarantee you, if we put this poll, we should have put this poll yesterday. We wouldn't have it. But if we put this poll when we released this episode, was that fan yeah, interference? Put a poll up. It's going to be 70 30. I guarantee you saying yes. Here's, here's why it should be doubles. I mean, saying no. The, <laughs> the, reason why, the reason why that should be a ground rule double is because that gives fans the incentive to let that shit go. No. Why? If it's a home run, let, him, let it. Bro, it could first, be a, first, you know, first of all, you have to make a decision. You're going to grab this home run or are you going to interfere? It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Hey. Second of all, you you could like garner some offense for your like you're making a play for your team. 
Right, but you could be getting a home run. Exactly. Yeah, but like, if you You can insure it. I mean, not insure it. It's an out, bro. What do you mean insure it? Because of these fucking terrible reviews. Well, I'm saying how I'm with you, the current rules. How would you like me to word this poll? Was the fan interference? <laughs> was that play in the was the Here's, Jose Altuve quote unquote home run no, in yesterday's Astro game? The, fan interference or whatever. No, it's because it was fan interference. You the, 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 the no, it wasn't. Yo, look if you look at the if you look at the play, it wasn't. Yo, if you look at the play, that's not fan interference. Yo, if you look at the play, the fan you reaches, can legally do that. No, nah, because the fan reaches over the wall, touches the no. Ball. Yes, because look, no. look, watch. I'm gonna show you right now how you know. Look. Watch. This is where the fan makes contact with the glove, right? Now, if I press play, how, look how long it takes for Mookie Betts to look hit the Mookie wall. Look at Mookie Betts' arm. Look at where he hits the wall. Look at his arm. That is over the fence. That, that, that no. ball isn't going to clear the wall? Dude, yes. That ball is going to definitely clear the wall. Dude, his arm's over the fence. His arm, his head's over the fence, He could have grabbed the popcorn if he wanted to. He's nah, all the way in man, that stand. That, that was over the wall. You're tripping. I'm 100%. You're tripping. Nah, Mookie got ups, bro. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He's pretty okay, high on that. Fuck what ups he has. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> looks like Trey Songs. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Right? That was, that was that was good the real question for the poll should be: Should fan interference like no. result in an out? No, 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 no. no. Why? Because nah. I want a verdict on this play exclusively. Boss, hold on. The rule of fan interference. What is it? If in, it's interfering in, in with a ball in play. That ball's in play. Re- that ball's not. That ball's that over ball the wall. But the ball's always play. in play unless until it lands. That's not true. Yeah, it is. It's not a home run until it lands in. I mean, right, that's in true. the stands. But, but yo, if but if it crosses the yellow line, that's not in play anymore. It's still in play because you could. No, grab it's it. not. The fan, but, the fan. But you can. But I'm saying but you can rob one. Yes, you can. But, but the that fa- means it's still in play. No, it's not. Yo, if it's fan- landing Let in me, a bullpen, you're not letting me explain the. Because you're you can't ask me the rule and say that's not the rule. That is the rule. <laughs> I'm asking you to like so I can say something. Right, and I'm telling you once. So pretend there's like a. M- Okay. Wall that goes up from that yellow line. Mm-hmm. Once the ball breaks that boundary, any anything goes. Anything goes. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with That's you. The, I'm on, no, I'm you have to agree with me. That's the rule. Okay, but what I'm saying to you is that you can't say like it's not in play anymore because it is in play. Because if you hit it to left or whatever, or you hit it into a, a, a bullpen, it could be over the yellow line and you could still make an out. But I, like, still, I the, still make a play on. I that. can also have the I have the right away to make a play on the ball as a fan at, at that point. Uh, that's not what I'm asking you. But yo, that's his body hits the wall after. Right, that's the big dilemma. But I totally at, disagree at, with that. But after the fan interferes with his glove, that shows me because I was also watching brain games with my kids today, and because we had to go on a trip and we had some time to kill beforehand. Shows fire. Shows fire, and we're talking about optical <laughs> illusions <laughs> and how it might look like that. And this is giving me hints to how an optical illusion may have worked if here. You don't think the ruling on the field was a travesty, then. I don't want to talk about the anymore, travesty. Joey. I think if I hit it, if I hit it all the way over there, and you don't physically, I don't give a shit if someone pissed on your face and you couldn't see, and that's why it was interference. <laughs> you didn't catch the ball. It cannot be an out. At at the very minimum, put me on first. At the very minimum, Joey, there's no way you give me that's an out. Terrible. For that's another fact of the calls. Like they called him out. That is terrible. Joey, we're gonna have to talk about this, man. What? But you're. Uh Piss on you're, the face? You're right away going to piss on the face. I don't know. Not that's even concerning. like beer in the face. Scamed me. Scamed me. I know. That's the most concerning part. Whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this at a later time. That out, though, that is that is ridiculous that it's an out. The rule is the hugest problem here for ridiculous. me. That was a home run. Um, Travesty. All right. Uh, next. 
We're going to be talking about the games of the week now. All right, the first game of the week that we have here is the Patriots at the Bears. Uh, Bears? Good D. Great really? D. Pause. You said great D. Great D. Right. Is it? Yes. It's a good D. I don't know, man. You don't like it? After what Brock did to them last week? Brocky Brock Littlecock. My boner went away for them. Still forced the turnover on the goal line. Had him a chance to win the game. Made a big play when big plays need to be made. And there was a couple of bounces that went their way. That Brock got a little lucky. I also saw like 350 plus yards and two touchdowns from Brock Osweiler. And if you're if you're gonna be a legit defense, you can't let that. It happen. was mostly Albert Wilson making a play. That's after. fine, but he still got him the ball though. On a screen. I mean, I could get yeah, Albert Wilson the ball. Yeah, but he's at that also point. he also turned into the flash. I'll give you his terrible tackling and like everything. They just looked at that. Now a lot of those plays happen, right? With the what do you have? 160 yards that day? 55. I Dude, think. the big the big plays happen. I have some. I I have a, a theory on this. Yo, of course you do. It was 102 degrees at game time. This is a sh- really. This is a Chicago team, man. Like, yo, I imagine- bet you half of them are from Florida. <laughs> I mean, sure, but they're playing in <laughs> Chicago. And yo, look, we're in the East Coast right now. We're in the Northeast. It's been cold lately. It's been like today. Yesterday was 40. Today's mm-hmm. it's in the 50s, 60s. Trash. Imagine having to go down to 102 degree heat, and imagine what effect that would have on your body. Yeah, it would give me a fucking boner. I would love to be there right now. 102 degrees. That's a little hot, but I'm I down to go. I'll go to a pool or something. You know what I'm saying? I think that the game plan was scripted to perfection of get the ball out as fast as you can to negate that pass rush. Two screens for touchdowns, or basically screens. There was the other one, like a five yard pass that Albert Wilson housed. I think a lot of that also had to do with. That heat, I don't know. I think that he was a big factor, man. I think it was so straight to game chalk plan. this all up to heat. I think is a little crazy. Nah, just it's one game. Sure, it's for a the t- Bears. It's a, t- it's yo, a teeny tiny, tiny factor of it. I don't I, think it's enough to be like, yo, I don't know, man. I think it's the heat. I don't know. When, when people go into into uh, the Broncos state, Denver. There you go. Uh, the Broncos state. That legit <laughs> is a legit like reason though. What? So a high altitude is a legit reason but 102 degree heat high humidity is not a reason yeah you could you could practice in in heat you can't practice in high altitude unless you're in high altitude and you can't practice in heat unless you're in heat could literally go inside yo there it's and not like a, turn the heat up it's not the same to put the the, the dome the practice squad to 102 and being outside in the 102 degree sun in your dark blue uniform. I think this is a terrible excuse. I don't think. I think that's a disadvantage for everyone. It's not like Miami is like acclimated to 102 degree Why weather. Why not? Why are they? It's not 102 they there on the regular. There. It's not 102 degrees on the regular in Miami. All right, but the difference between 90 and 102 is not the same difference. Also, between like 55 and cramping and sure. dehydration doesn't. Like, there's no one excluded from and that. Why can't it just be Albert Wilson's fastest yes. fucking <laughs> made plays? Yeah, it's and not I, the fucking weather. And, and look, I've been I've been trying to find. They beat the pack. Uh, the Packers beat them, right? One so, point by one point, right? All their damage defensively was when Kaiser was in there. They beat the Seahawks, who terrible matchup because of how bad that offensive line is. They beat the Cardinals with Sam Bradford, right? They beat Fitzpatrick. They didn't really. They haven't played anybody good for me to be like, oh, this defense is. They held the Bucks to ten. The Bucks have been putting up massive numbers. That's yeah. just, they're the second best offense in the entire league. They held him to ten points. That's that's got to count for something. Nah, not for me. Not not for for the the quarterbacks that they play. Because then then you come back and you get lit up by by uh, Brock Osweiler, who wasn't even slated to start until like two hours before the game when Tannehill got ruled out. I also don't think they're the second best offense in the league. I think they had gaudy Defense. games. 
No, oh, you no, told me. Oh, yeah, 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 I think they had gaudy games, but I don't think that like lasts. Like I don't think. They're I mean, they put up. James Winston threw four touchdowns last week. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I didn't see that coming. To be honest with you, I did. I'm sure you did. Hashtag waiver wave. It was like he was on the waiver wave. Yeah, yeah. You're the man, bro. Thanks. But yo, now, uh, now <laughs> James, do, James Winston with Terrell Pryor's picture. Idiot. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> Must have been editing that yo, at three a.m. That yeah. is a class. You should have left edited, that because that is Tim to a yeah. At one a.m., man, I, I just I saw red and I, I pressed send. That was fantastic. My bad, guys. Yo, um, how about this? How about this little <laughs> factor? Last week, the Chiefs played the Patriots. Matt Nagy, what happened? Taking my. Oh, took my dad. <laughs> I got I got bars too, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now, now the next week, Belichick got to prepare against a disciple of his. So the offensive scheme is not that much different. <laughs> but tag me in. Matt Nagy offenses have laid 40 points on the Pats in three of their last four meetings, two of which have been in Gillette Stadium. And Andy Reid, like he said, did it last week. I told you guys before this matchup that Andy Reid being on the phone is going to be a theme of mine. Yo, what up? <laughs> Andy. Yo, give me the lowdown on some on how to beat the Patriots. Wait. I mean on how to uh, yeah, on how to beat Why the, the Patriots. Why the fuck would he do that? That's Naggy call that's Nagy. Nagy on, calling Nagy Andy Reed. on the other end. Why saying, would Naggy call Andy Reed? Because Andy Reed just, just dropped forty. Real question. Why would Andy Reed pick that fucking phone up? Because the Bears are in the NFC and they're fighting with the Patriots for home so field. Why advantage. would I want any other team to profit? Because of what I just said. Why? But why? Why would I want that though? Because the Bears are in the NFC and they have nothing to do with you. Eventually, they do. Uh, in the Super Bowl, maybe. Sure. Nah, and, that, and you're going head to head against the Patriots no, in home field. Trading, dude. I'm in the NFL. I don't give a fuck I what th- division I think you're they in. Trade pointers. Why? Yeah. Yes, well, they well, trade to pointers. To me, like the best coaches, like coaches, like, it's like coach talk. I'm about to tell you a pointer. Later on, that Andy Reid himself shared with a coach that turned his whole shit around. Yo, not not one of his worst. Not takes during the because, season. Yo, during it, the yes, season. During the season. Oh, I don't like the NFL anymore, dude. It's it's, it's gamesmanship, bro. Game, gamesmanship. Yeah, dude. If you could have your, if someone called me, I was like, yo, we're playing on the same league. How do you beat this guy? Like, suck my ass. Yeah, Why? Well, hold on, hold on. You got to factor in a couple things, right? Say say I call you. And I'm playing boss. Boss is in your division or he's in your conference. And you're chasing boss's team because you want to have home field throughout. And us to our boys, because I was under your umbrella as a coach. I'd be like, yo, man, do you have any pointers? You scratch my back. I'll scratch your back. Let's beat. Let, help me beat boss. That Then you gain ground on boss's team in your conference. Not for nothing, too. Ultimate sign of respect. I don't like it. You're at, I'm asked like That's why you have an entire staff that you pay millions of dollars for. Hey, that staff that you pay millions of dollars for laid forty on the patch in three or four meetings. Right. I a lot of people are gonna probably gonna think this is a blowout. I know that I was listening to a, a betting podcast today and they said seventy three percent of the tickets are on the patch the the Patricks. The Patriots in this game. That's not a name mess up. That's so it's no, that it's not. A team name. No, it's not. No, no it's it, not. It's a, it's a name of any kind. So you're about to smash no, this over. No, because I said Pats instead of Patriots? You said Patrick's. You yeah, said but Patrick's. I mean, that's not the same. You said a name. Exactly. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's fine. You got it. So go on the tickets, Patriots. Yeah. So I think a lot of people think it's going to be a Patriots blowout and that the Bears aren't for real. I'm saying don't be fooled. The Bears have a top defense. They're, Matt Nagy's offense has been putting up points. They Look, Trubisky is what he is, but the receivers he's throwing to are wide fucking open. They're wide open. Taylor Gabriel's wide open. Allen Robinson's wide open. There's a reason why they're wide open because they're being schemed to be open. And 
you have a coach that has put up points against Bill Belichick in the past. I think that this is not a clear-cut win for the Patriots. Not to mention that this is their first road game after three straight home games. This is... Three straight wins, too. Yeah, three straight wins at home. But they got hot at home. Home is nice. You get to cook and you get to sleep in your own bed. You get some Giselle if you're Tom Brady. Two mentionings and one... Uh... Listen, it's, it's A+. Plus. She's an A+. Plus. It's true. He to also once said that she's overrated. I, she's overrated to me, but you know I got to go with the consensus of the world when it comes to these We're going to move forward because I'm going to get angry. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was a dumb thing. Dumb thing you said. What? He says yeah. a lot of dumb things, Joe. <laughs> but I also say a lot of There's a things. chance that Khalil Mack might be going up against the backup right tackle for the Patriots. Isaiah Cannon is questionable for this game, and that's going to be huge. Uh, I think Isaiah Cannon's going to suffer whether he's healthy or not against Khalil Mack. Now just imagine the backup that got to come in there. And I think the way – I think New England's going to be able to neutralize that pass rush because they always do when they play teams like this. Got Edelman, dude. I'll, I agree. I'll that and that. James White. Like James White and yeah. Sonny Michelle. Like James they have White a top too? rushing defense, but their passing defense, as we saw last week, a little, little suspect. So I think they have the weaponry like Edelman, White, to get that ball out quick for Brady. And even Cannon or not, Brady knows who, where Khalil Mack's coming from at all times. Yeah. So. And he know. also knows that this is the backup. Like, you got to get this fucking ball out. Yeah. And, yo, I don't know if it's going to happen this week, but Josh Gordon for 243 yards is coming soon. 243 he, yards. He ran a route on, on all but one Tom Brady drop back last week. He had uh, season high in targets, season high in snaps. Jo, um, Bill Belichick put him over. He was like, yeah, you know, he's he's learned the playbook a lot faster than we thought, and we're expecting big things from Josh. And it's like, dude, he's been there not even a month. Yeah. And Brady's going to him on third downs. Now I think Edelman and and Josh Gordon are going to eat this week. I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy with the 243, but that blow-up game, I'm telling you, is going to happen from Josh Gordon with this team. Mm. No argument there. Nope. Uh, next game we have is the Saints at the Ravens. I can't wait to watch this game. I think this is the game of the week. Third in offense is the Saints. First in scoring offense. First in defense, both scoring and total defense, are the Ravens. It's your classic immovable object meeting an unstoppable force. So who will win? Now, the Ravens defense, I don't know if you guys knew, know how good they are, but lowest completion percentage allowed to quarterbacks. Lowest quarterback rating allowed to quarterbacks. They've only allowed six TD passes, and they've picked off the ball five times. So that ratio is ridiculous. Um, they are first in sacks, 26. Now you're going to say that's inflated because they had 11 last week. Mm. Take away those 11, act like they had no sacks last week. They're still tied for six in the league in sacks. Their adjusted sack rate, I don't really like going by that a lot, but second in the league, right? They're getting pressure on the quarterback. On top of that, they get Jimmy Smith back. And in case you guys aren't familiar with Jimmy Smith, he's going to get Musk Puck. Right. For the last two games, he's been back. Haven't, hasn't a lot of touchdown in those two games. They're now they're first in points against. They were third without him. Last year, he allowed a passer rating of 49.2. That's fourth best in the NFL. He allowed 23 catches all season in a division with Antonio Brown and A.J. Green in it. He hasn't allowed a TD to a receiver he's guarding in 20 straight games. That's a guy who's going to be on Michael Thomas. Now, I'm not saying he's going to neutralize Michael Thomas, but he's going to keep Michael Thomas in check to a point where he can't be three touchdowns 150 yards, Michael Thomas, in my opinion. Yo, he had a good week last week? Michael Thomas? No. This guy. Jimmy Smith? Jimmy Smith, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. They played the Titans. That was sick. 
Yo, I will say, I will say, I will say, I'm going to, I'm going to check you on that. Cause I think if you've noticed the new trend that, that good offensive coaches are doing <laughs> good offensive time out, good offensive coaches are scheming their best wide receiver to line up out of the slot. Cause when you line up in the slot, you're able to run more routes. You have a bigger route tree because mm -hmm. when you line up on one side of the field, you have the defender has the sideline as like an additional defender. Right when you play basketball, wasn't one of the things that you were learning. It's like force them to the force them to the baseline. It's like you have an additional defender. Mm -hmm. That's how corners treat the outside. So when you line up guys in the slot, and the Bengals a couple of weeks ago when they played the Dolphins, they ran AJ Green season high snaps out of the slot to avoid Xavier Howard. Mike Thomas has been running a lot of his routes this year out of the slot, probably to avoid a guy like Jimmy Smith who doesn't travel. He doesn't travel inside. He does stay on the outside, similar to like Patrick Peterson. So I think Mike Thomas is going to be fine. He's also matcher proof. Like this guy, it don't matter who Yeah, he's and going streaks up were made to be broken. Like yeah. <laughs> they will be broken. He's and not going to not give up touchdowns for the rest of his life. Sure, but he plays Antonio Brown and AJ Green twice a, twice a year. All right. And those guys line up on the outside all, all right. the time. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. AJ like Green is lining up in the slot for the first time in his career this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, Bill Lazor has been s scheming him to line up out the slot because he has a bigger outreach. That's what I think Sean Payton is going to do with Mike Thomas this week, if I'm guessing, because that's been the new trend that everyone puts their best wide receiver to line up out of the slot. I also just think, just like, you know, just looking at this game, Saints offense was as good as it is, and now you add a player like Mark Ingram, which we saw what he did last Two weeks year. ago. They're coming off a bye, too. They're also that's coming off a bye, and... uh I'm, I mean, I like the Saints in this game, man. Like, I, I mean, I've always, like, for some reason, I, I like the Ravens' defense. I'm not crazy about their offense. Like, I'm just not. I think they're inconsistent, and they don't really do it for me. I don't think they're, like, super exciting or anything. I think they're good enough to win games because your defense is doing so well. But against an offense like this, if you are able to take away their, not take away, but just kind of score on this defense that keeps you in games, I don't know. I don't think so. Baltimore's offense is not as bad as you may think it is. I don't know what you. I don't, I don't think it's terrible. Are on where no, you, I don't think like, it's are terrible. Not seeing the same thing. I'm I just seeing. don't think it's exciting. Like I don't think it's like big. I think they're gonna have a tough, tough go. I mean, New Orleans last in probably well bottom of the league in passing defense, but they're the top rushing defense in the league. Marshawn Lattimore needs to be healthy. He's in the concussion protocol right now. That's gonna be a big thing because they don't have anyone else that can cover there. Ken Crawley's having a fucking atrocious year. Yeah, I picked up Willie Sneed in fantasy. So sneak, I had a sneak call. Sneak. <laughs> Yo, revenge game, and he's playing. Yeah, he's playing the Saints, and we know. Oh yeah, I'm really tenure. worried about Willie Sneed's no, revenge. No, no, no. Well, but I'm just be. worried about how you know how his tenure went in New Orleans a little bit. You know, tumultuous. That's a bar, son. Oof. I don't even know how to spell that. Yeah, not tumultuous. Even try to pronounce it. Let alone spell it. Willie Sneed, all his four catches. Baltimore. Yo, what are you talking about? Willie Sneed has had one game under 50 yards. No, I'm talking about when he was in New Orleans. Oh yeah. Baltimore's third and third down conversion percentage. A lot of that has to do with Willie Sneed. Yo, not for nothing too. Baltimore like. Kills time of possession. Like, they crush yeah. it. That's, that's their, their shit. That's their shit. That's Yo, why their defense is so good. That's it's always they, rested, even though it's a little, you know, veteran-laden. It's rested all the time during the game. That's what it's going to come down to, because the Saints, like, I'm I'm talking all this. I'm talking up the Ravens. I'm, I'm. It sounds like I'm against the Saints, but I'm absolutely not. Saints are 7-2 and two coming off a of bye since 2009. That's first in the NFL. They're third in the league in total offense, first in the league in scoring. They're turning. They're scoring 36 points a game. There's going to be no stopping this team. I think what it is is the Baltimore defense and the Saints offense are going to kind of cancel each other out, and then it's going to be a battle of Baltimore's offense against the Saints defense. Who can make the most big plays? I think that's going to be what it is. See, I, but I don't think that's the case because I think if you score on a defense, you put more pressure on an offense, you have to score points to win a game. 
I, I think it's fair to say that the Saints will not score 36 points in this game. The Ravens play so well. So the defense is going to have to make plays. Yo, Ravens at home versus NFC teams on the Harbor are 16 and 4. Mm. And it's a mess thing. It is. And it 61 is. and 21 overall at home. So they take care of business. So at another home. immovable object because Sean Payton off a bye, no matter home or away, 7 and 2. And then you got 16 and 4 against NFC teams. And just another. That's why this game's going to be so good because these teams are so good, but in opposite directions. Right. They're like the polar opposites of one another. It's gonna be a fantastic. I can't wait. This is gonna be my favorite game of the year. I, I think, I mean, of this of the week. I think we're gonna like. This is gonna be the one that I have on the computer while Red Zone plays. Can't wait to fucking. Tim says a lot of eye opening stuff that he retracts. Like what? Game of the year, game of the week. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but it's game of the week for sure. But it could be game of the year. Why not? May this this look. I'm not saying it's likely or that I'm not making a prediction or anything. I think this Pat's, could be a Super Bowl preview. We just preview. got it last year. <laughs> this could be a Super Bowl preview. If all right, think, all right. If the, Pump if the, the brakes. Pump the brakes. Yeah, I mean, that Rams game be. was also good, too. There's a chance. That was Rams uh, Thursday night. Vikings? Vikings. None of those are Super Bowl previews, though. This is inter... Game of the year. Talking game of the year. Game of inter the year. Inter-conference. Pee-pee touching. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The final game that we have is the Bengals at the Chiefs. Mm. Like hot, yo, to me, teams. this is the game of the week. Yeah, this is teams. juicy. Too hot team. But it depends what you like, yo. Maybe yeah, Tim man. likes. I don't maybe really Tim likes this. tightly contested. You, we, I mean, I like points. You know, I like I, points. the points will be there. I just think the the like Bengals points. on their best day can't hang with the Chiefs. I think they could because of how bad that Chiefs defense is. Right. But how bad the points with them? But the Bengals are just as bad. The Bengals are twenty fourth defensive defensive efficiency, bottom third against the run and the pass. Nick Vigil. Who he's not a household name, but he's their middle linebacker. He calls the plays. He's out this week. Sprain the MCL. That's going to be giant for that defense. You can't make any mistakes against that t- team, or they're going to beat you either way. And I, they're going to beat them, in my opinion. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see this game as being a close game personally. I don't believe in a lot of like extra things when it comes like where you're talking about the weather or whatever. Sure, I think that plays like a little part in something. I don't think it's like yo, this is the reason. Uh, <laughs> but I will say the play caller shit I think is huge. I do think that is like a big thing. I think they'll probably have Vontez Perfect call the plays now. Yeah, that's a guy that's familiar with that system and he's been there. So I don't think it's like you're not asking a rookie to come in. That's why I think there's a drop off personally. If it's yeah. if it's Luke Keekly calling the plays and then it's like some rookie undrafted kid stepping in for the first time. Can you yeah. imagine Vontez Perfect in the in the thing like? The cornerbacks were like, no, murder Patrick Mahomes is not a play. <laughs> He's like, uh, just the knees. Just murder just everyone's knees. Murder Mahomes. Break. <laughs> uh, I like the Chiefs anyway. Yo, the Chiefs, I, I, I did bring up Kareem Hunt last week. He was going back to New England, had a big week. He had 80 rushing yards, 105 receiving yards. So. Mm. Against this, like like Tim said, middling defense or bottom defense, I think he's in for another big week as well. I think they're going to lean on Kareem Hunt a little more. I don't think it's going to be as big of a shootout as it was last week, given that the Bengals' offense can't really hang as much as the Pats can, in my opinion. So I think we'll see more time of possession and ground and pound. I don't know, Hunt. man. I think you guys are sleeping on this offense. I'm not sleeping on it like it's a good offense. I just think the Chiefs have done a good job of adjusting to what's been going on. I think games. it's more of a bad defense for the Chiefs. But they are a good offense. They have. They they got three guys that scare you. Four, maybe, if you include the deep threat of John Ross. Yeah, he just hasn't played. And he's I don't back, know what his, uh, if he's back. Yeah. I mean, he could always like burn Boyd, you AJ, one. and then you have and, Ross and, and mixing out the backfield. And mixing out the backfield. So I think that that's a very 
I'd even say an explosive offense. Especially yeah. with Andy Dalton, the way he's playing. And, and, yo, let's not forget, this is a pretty bad Chiefs defense. Especially through not the either. air. So, I think that... I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, yeah, but I think the weapons on Kansas City are... Like, they outshine them maybe everywhere. Yeah. I'd agree with you. But I think that what the... the what levels the playing field is how bad the Chiefs' defense is. Or you have an A.J. Green, you have Tyler Boyd playing at a high level, and you have Joe Mixon, too. I just, I love watch, watching the Chiefs because, like I said, I think they just adjust very well. Like, we saw them, like, come back from something, and we've seen uh, Pat Mahomes, like, extend plays, and just just so much shit that they can do. Or, like, one player could have a good week one week, and another player has a good week. I just, I just like watching this team. I think all those guys have big play potential as well. You know, and not to, not to say that on the Bengals they don't. Because yeah. they do, just not on the level that I think, you know, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and fucking Kareem Hunt, all these guys have. It's like, it's it's crazy, man. And then to be, you know, led by uh, Patrick Mahomes, it's wild, man. And, I mean, you you get your first loss by when you put up 40 points. Mm. You know what I mean? Which is why I think that this game is going to be close because as good as their offense is. Their defense yeah. Defense is, exactly, yeah. Their mm-hmm. defense does have a knack of getting big turnovers, though. They've had a knack for it so far this season. That's kind of how. That's kind of how some of these teams like. If, if you don't have a great defense, if your defense is aggressive and causes turnovers, Andy Dalton's the type of guy who, yes, he's he's having a better year this year. But if you put the ball in his hand too many times, he's not going to be mistake proof. He's going to make one or two mistakes that might cost him the game. Now in fantasy, I'm. St- I'm triple stacking Andy Dalton, CJ Uzuma, and Tyler Boyd on my yearly team. So I, I think that the Bengals will score. I mean, I think you start every player on, 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 every, on, on right. both teams. Yeah. Yeah. All three on the same squad, I'm saying. Yeah. So I think they're gonna score. I just I don't know if the Bengals defense can make enough stops on this Kansas City offense in order for the Bengals offense to even have a chance. Like, would you be surprised if Kansas City doesn't punt at this game? Would that be a surprise to you? I don't think they punted last week. Exactly. And do you think that the Bengals have enough offense against that thing to not punt? I wouldn't would be surprised. Against the D, it's not the Bengals having enough on offense. It's the Chiefs have enough on defense. Yeah. This will be a good test for the Bengals, I think. At least in my eyes, because the Bengals, I, I like it's it's hard for me like to have a bad taste in my mouth from what they've they've been. Obviously, they're a better team now. They have way more weapons. I want to see like if they do get in the shootout. Like, you know, is are you guys for real in that you can keep up with some? offense that's gonna fucking i mean because i mean you're looking at the chiefs they've been consistent they're fucking scoring like hell so i want to see if like the Bengals could even do that even like a good loss like last week i mean how about rebounding from a loss at home to a division team going on the road to the best team in the afc thus far Mm -hmm. yeah it's a tough spot for them yeah Yeah. like drop two in a row and then like when you had this four and one record and a good lead in the division you're back to four and three and nearly 500 yep It's, it's big swing game for the Bengals for sure and this is usually where they fold in the big games. Who? Bengals? Bengals. Yeah. Last we, week, we look, and also against the Steelers defense that has been absolutely beatable. And last week, they only had 6.5 yards per play. That's low. Very low in today's NFL. So their offense, although it looked good because they scored touchdowns and because the, offense, the, the wide receivers made plays, I think that it was really, it wasn't as close as the scoreboards m- made it out to be. Yo, Mixon hasn't had 100 yards rushing yet this season. You think he gets it this week? Yeah, yeah I mean, probably again. Well, he it would help. It would help them for sure. Uh, to like Tim said about Andy Dalton, 
it just takes less pressure off him if they could get a ground game going. And if you could get 100 yards against any team, it would probably be Kansas City who's pretty bad against the run. Word. Michelle tore them up last week. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Well, uh, you guys want to get to the picks? Mm-hmm. No. The current standings <laughs> of the picks, Boss is still in first place. He's 12-6. and six. Uh, I am in second, and I am 7-11. Always open, dog. Shout out. Uh, Five games back of first place, closest to my, you know, yeah, really. my throne. We're chipping, bro. We're chipping. <laughs> ain't chipping shit. I went two and one last week. This is what happened. This is what happened with Tim too. What are you chipping? What do you mean? What I'm chipping? Just I went be two careful, guys. I've been Just chipping be last two years. You're you know gonna know get humbled, man. Uh, Nick is in third. He's six and twelve. Tim is in last. <laughs> he is <laughs> four <laughs> and fourteen. <laughs> Yo, can you just say what you told us right before we started recording? Yeah. What? About how like you you made a list of mad yeah. names to I, call you yourself. know those names you know those names that uh, yes. oh yeah I made a list of good ones like like ten really like, like funny clever one. shit. I've uh, been on such a I've been on such a decline since I made that list of names. Yeah, uh, I would erase that shit. Yo, four and fourteen is just as impressive as twelve and six. Hey, so. I feel like we've been around there. Though, you guys maybe, were yeah. both four and fourteen last year. Oh, I don't, I don't, know. I don't think back. it was last year. I think it was the year before that. I think I was like somewhere out there. Boss was really bad in the beginning of the year last year. We were, I mean, I was like a game or and two. You were like a game. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, the, it was like you and Nick, like how me and but Nick that's are That's last right year. You're right. I'm just saying I'm alive. I also won a pick pool last year. And since then I'm in 12 and six. So Listen, look, I'm at me dogs. I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders. You're doing, you're doing yeah, your thing. I'm the champ champ. Right, listen, <laughs> respect where Double it's due, champ. but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not out yet. That's all I'm saying. All right. You're out. So who do you got this week? I got Kansas City uh, minus six and a Whoa. half versus the Bengals. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, why? I think that they can't score with them. Uh, I have Jacksonville minus seven and a half uh, at home versus Houston. They need a win really bad. Is that four and a half? I'm sorry, four and a half. Yo, is it weird that I have numbered dyslexia for fours and sevens? And that's nah, it. but it's weird that you hit, hit the over. What? Oh, yeah, it's two fuck fuck up. Ah, uh, damn. The over so the lock, bro. Close. Every so week. Close. Man, so, so close. close. This is like the last thing you have to say. We might have to push it to like two and a half next week. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Lines are getting higher. They are, yeah. Vegas always It's wins. like the all-star game <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> but it's a push right now, so it's not yeah. the over hasn't hit yet. Wait, what was it two and a half? It was two. It was two, it was two so yeah. I, I have a little a little time. We might have to go review this. <laughs> Listen, the under tickets are not happy with you or not. Minus four and a half versus Houston. I think this is a really... This is a bad matchup for Houston overall. Houston is probably the worst 3-3 three and three team in the league right now. They backed their way into three wins. That offensive line has been every bit of atrocious as we thought it was going to be coming into the season. Uh, Jacksonville needs a win very, 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 very badly. Uh, I think this is, this is their comeback game, and I think Jacksonville uh, beats Houston handily. And my upset is New Orleans at Baltimore. Now, I think this is going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be like a one-point game, so give me the team getting the points. Uh, also, you can't ignore the fact that sh- that Sean Payton got it after a <laughs> after a bye is seven and two since two thousand nine, the best record uh, in the league during that time, and he's coming off a bye. So, uh, give me the Saints uh, plus two and a half at Baltimore. Give me the loot. <laughs> I am also taking the Kansas City Chiefs at minus six and a half uh, for reasons mentioned before. I am taking the Washington Redskins at home minus one and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dallas is coming off a massive blowout win against the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team who under Jason Garrett, though, they do win more on the road than they do at home. He has a higher winning percentage on the road than he does at home. The offense takes a drastic hit when they go on the road. 
and going up against Washington, uh, who quietly is in first place in, in the NFC East. Uh, minus one and a half are the Redskins. And my upset special of the week, the San Francisco 49ers getting ten and a half points at home against the Rams. This is the Rams' third straight road game. I know Boss mentioned how it's not really much of a commute between like San Francisco and L.A. But, yo, I kind of like C.J. Beathard. I don't know if I'm crazy. Like, I, I think he's... He's like a good backup. You know, like I wouldn't want him to be my backup for an entire season. All right, you're saving yourself. I was like, you're going to regret that. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> like he, he, he's good. He's solid. I think he's solid. And, and look, uh, Shanahan really likes him too. And they got Marquise Goodwin back, and we saw what he did on Monday Night Football. And look, the Rams' defense is not anything to be afraid of outside of that defensive line. Uh, Marcus Peters is not the corner he once was, and they need to lead back because then that moves everyone inside that's playing on the outside now. So Niners plus 10.5 at home. Redskins at home minus one and a half, and the Kansas City Chiefs minus six and a half. Uh, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Who's your dog? I said the Niners, no, bro. Niners getting ten and a half. Oh, the, yeah, that's right. Good. Yo, does that? Oh, does that hit us? That over? does not count. Ooh, I don't know. That does not count. I just wasn't paying attention. Can a... I get a half then? <laughs> no, my brother texted me. Uh, no, you can't get a half. I'm just saying. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm also taking the Saints uh, getting two and a half against the Ravens. We talked about it. Uh, also, we talked about this one too. I'm taking the Patriots minus three and a half against the Bears. Don't think that uh, Mitch can score with Tommy. And I think the Patriots are in the middle of rolling. So I think this could even be a tremendous blowout. Don't care about trends. Um, and I'm going to take the fucking hater pick of the week. I'm taking the Chargers minus six and a half at home against the Titans because I hate them. They're not at home, bro. Who? Chargers are They're home. in London. They're playing in oh, London. Yeah, yeah. They're in London. Ah. Be careful. That's fine. That's fine too because I'm They've taking them too. They've been in London. They're going sightseeing on What'd Saturday. You say? Taking them too. That's fine. Who are the Chargers? Yeah, Chargers minus six and a half against the Titans. Talk about trends. I got, I got boss with me. I got <laughs> the Panthers plus four and a half against the Eagles. The Panthers didn't really show up last week. I don't know what was going on with them, but I'll take them. Getting four and a half points, and the Giants plus six and a half on the road in Atlanta Monday night. That's Sign a little wild. Enjoy that one. I will, because it's right. going to be a shootout. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree. But God, I hope it, I, I hope just not. have no confidence in that team. It's fine. You don't need to have confidence. It's my pick. Confidence picks, baby. I got confidence. <laughs> Tooch. Uh, but yeah, that is our show. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Timber Tribe on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. For anything yearly fantasy football, check out the Brodo Fantasy Podcast on iTunes. Um, and SoundCloud, BrotoFantasy.com for all our rankings. Uh, and we're going to be adding some uh, articles coming up pretty soon. So go check that out. Uh, and follow me on on social media if you want to see Victory Tuesdays, which has been a popular thing amongst the fans interacting with me when I post it. So Victory Tuesdays coming at you. No conf- no picks on Victory Tuesdays. No picks. But, yo, no spread if, picks. I go, if I don't win any more picks and I continue the fantasy role yeah, I've been on, I'm all right. I'm all right with it. I mean, yo, hedge, one, one makes your money. I'm a yo, hedge master right here. That is dog. serious Call me a hedge master. I say I'm fantasy master. Deep down, Tim is sick. He's for Sick I'm, throwing up vomiting. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. All also, those names. Also, I'd like to be, I just off. like to be good at both, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Nick, where can they find you? You can find me at The Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv slash The Lamb Show. On D-Generation Bets, MB and I broke down every single team in the NBA. Win totals, gave out MVP and uh, player props. Also, speaking of NBA, uh, Monday episode, we dropped the NBA preview show for Veterans Minimum on there. Give that a check out. And follow us on, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Veterans Minimum. A lot of content coming out there. 
yeah, and hit us with a thumbs up, right, Joe? Is that the YouTube thing? Hit That's that the bar? thumbs hit that up, thumbs baby. up, man. Thumbs up. Smash that like. <laughs> Smash that like button. Uh, you can find me at the top and first post <laughs> on the on the pics every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? First pick. Catch me there. Uh, End of Vito 27 on Twitter and the gram. Uh, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato. Go follow the show on Instagram at veterans underscore minimum. And our Twitter at veterans minimum. Go follow MP2, MP7, MP718, right? You already know. You already know. Um, Patreon. I don't even know why I asked because I already know. Um, but Patreon. that is all. And the Patreon. Patreon. Oh, yeah, the Patreon. If you want to support the show, um, patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash veterans minimum. And that is all. See you next time. Let's do it again. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.